welcome to jasonnewland.com. My name's Jason Newland and this is Let Me Bore You to Sleep. Yeah. Sleep. Please only listen when you can safely close your eyes. chest wow and I haven't done a recording for a little while I'll, I'll tell you shall I tell you all about it shall I shall I yeah why not um, well 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 in fact what I'll do I'll read a few messages first where are they? Yeah, had a couple of messages today. One was, uh, Hey Jason, this is from my website, uh, sent to me. So, Hey Jason, you okay? Love listening to your crazy stories, but you seem to have gone quiet past couple of days, just checking you're okay. And another one from Sandy says, Hi Jason, love listening to your crazy stories. I'm a dog grotted at Newcastle. And I've lots of anxiety just lately, but you always manage to cheer me up. Just checking you're okay has seemed to have gone quiet the past couple of days. Hi, Sandy. Um, yeah, I'm feeling a bit better than I did. I wasn't feeling great. Um, but I'm feeling a bit better. Thank you. Uh, another one from A. Keher. I just wanted to thank you for helping me through and continuing to help me through a really bad time. Alison. Thank you, Alison. Um, I think that's all the messages I've... Actually, it's not all the messages I've got. I've got messages on YouTube as well. Let me read you the messages on YouTube. YouTube Studio... Studio, studio. Okay. Um, this is from VK. I can see the appeal of a video, especially when it looks like your head is floating on air. <laughs> oh dear. I actually did. I had. Um, I did the video on a black background, and I was wearing a black top, so it really did look like my head was floating. I actually have strings on my head to keep it up. It's too heavy for my body. My neck can't take it. Uh, Riley says, Jason, thank you so much for going back on video. It is really good to see your face in these crazy times after a while. Even if this is a one-time thing, I'm so happy. Thank you, Riley. And I've got one from another one from VK. I'm, OMG, I'm listening to you November the 5th at 2am. I'm forcing myself to go to bed. I'm afraid to sleep. I hope to wake up to a new president. Oh, cool. Well, I've just heard that there is, in fact, a new president. Mr. Um, Biden has won. He is the president-elect 
just heard it on the news. And it is Tuesday, it's Sunday today, Sunday the 8th of November. It's early hours, 2.36. There we go, okay. Really? What are you doing? Okay, so... Ba-ba-dee-ba-ba... I'm just trying to get my phone. Okay. KA fan says, Thank you for sharing your life experiences. It was interesting to hear someone else back then who knew he needed a change. And yes, even though when you're in those moments of panic and hopelessness, they feel like they won't go away, and they feel like they won't go away. Remembering they do every time, if you ride them out, helps a great deal. Identifying them as they come on also takes away some of their power. I sympathise with the meditation retreat. That is why I don't really take vacations away. If they turn out not to be the restful and calming things as advertised, it hurts even more sometimes or makes the disillusion with everything even more pronounced. I also did... A blockbuster phase and have a huge movie collection. Thank you for one person who knew something had to change and wanted things to get better and realised they weren't at the moment but didn't want to end it to another. I've listened and watched your videos for years. Again, my appreciation for putting it out there. Thank you, KA. Um, this is for number 90, relaxation, hypnosis. For stress, anxiety and panic attacks, hopelessness. That was... So that's a while back, that video. But the message was from two days ago. Uh, Debbie says, Awesome, Jason. So much respect and gratitude for all you do. Robin says, Glad you're back. Thank you. This is the video. Me putting the video back. Uh, making a video again. Um, usually I share the podcast with YouTube. But actually making a video is not something that I've been doing for quite some time. Sorinable says, great to see you again. Thank you. Boston Chica says, yay, more vlogs please. Uh, Mike French says, the word doesn't need a hero, it needs a professional. Welcome back. Uh, thank you, I think. I'm not sure, still not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure what to make of that quest, that message. The world doesn't need a hero, it needs a professional. Um, I want to be a hero. There's a hero if you look inside your heart. We don't need another hero. Uh, crazy animal. I used to enjoy the old videos when you laid in bed talking. The problem with that is I fall asleep and then I snore. Blimey, do I snore. Sam says, brilliant video, thank you. I've been a fan for many years now, even since the old accounts. Haha, <laughs> hope you have a good day, buddy. Thank you, Sam. Um, Vanessa says, hello, Jason and Andre. Hope you are both doing well. Much love, sent from Canada. Thank you, Vanessa. 
And then she sends another one saying, I heard my name. Hi, Jason. VK says, I've been listening for a while and I applied. I apologise for not donating sooner. With the advent of you taking the adverts off, I thought I needed to do my part, so I sent you a PayPal donation. Thank you for entertaining me. On that note, I have taken the adverts off again. Yeah. Getting back to basics. Vanessa said this three weeks ago. You talk, we listen, you laugh, we laugh, and then we sleep. Love you. Oh, thank you. I think I've read some of these others out already. Oh, this is one. Rahul says, I love you, bro. Love from India. I got very nice sleep yesterday night. Thanks, bro. I subscribed. Thank you, Rahul. Sebastian Brink says, this worked. I think that's it. There's, there's a few others, but I kind of covered most of them. Okay, I'll come out of that. I think that's all of the messages. There may be others. Where else would they be? Um, no, I think that's it. Oh no, of course, of course. I forgot about Facebook. Molly says to me, hope you're okay, doing okay through lockdown and all, Jay, thinking of you, so thanks Molly. Um, I said I'd just been, not been too well lately, and she said, uh, Molly says, you'll feel better soon, this will get better, try to remember how great you are and how you've helped so many people. Are you able to get deliveries again? Big hugs and kisses to you. Thanks, Molly. Well, the question about uh, deliveries, I did have a delivery for tomorrow morning, or this morning, actually, at 6.30. It's the only one I could book. But I had to cancel it because I didn't have enough money in my bank to cover the cost because somebody that owed me money didn't pay it. The deal was that they would pay that money into my account Friday. So it was in there. And then I was... You know, then I could... Because I'd already booked the slot. And then I could get that. But they didn't... They didn't come through. So I had to cancel it. So... Hopefully I'll be able to get a slot next week. But I don't know. Uh, in fact, I need to look into it now, actually, tonight. Uh, hopefully get a slot Wednesday or Thursday, if I can. But I don't know, with the lockdown, I don't know how how scarce they're going to be now. April says, hey, Jason, you wouldn't happen to be awake right... Oh, right now, would you? Whoops, I'm just going to... Sorry. Just seeing... Your message. I hope you're okay. Okay. 
So that was April, so April high. Sorry about that. I, was, I think I might have seen it when I was like half asleep earlier. And uh, Rachel said, maybe you could start a cooking with Andre YouTube channel. No. <laughs> um, no. Too much work. And mess. Yeah, I think I do enough. I think, uh, well, I haven't done anything really for a few days, but generally, it's. I think if I could keep Andre in one place, it'd be a lot of fun. You know, if he just stayed on the counter and I, you know, and he was like playing with all the different things, but. He gets bored and he'll just rush off and do something else. You're live on my recording. <laughs> I'm just letting Rachel know she's like right now. She's live on my recording right now. Uh, Vanessa. Okay. Okay, so I've read everything now. So all of... Okay, a meditation class outdoors, of course. No, outdoors? Where? Oh, I'm confused now. I'm not going to do a meditation class. Um, outdoors, where, you know, with who? I do it online. These people... Andre? Do you want to give me cuddles? Here we go. Andre's up. on my hand what I thought was I don't know almost like a flea but not a flea kind of a something I didn't know what it was and I thought oh please don't tell me that Andre's got lice yeah like a lice thing so I searched through his hair through his whole body nothing he hasn't got any lice on him he hasn't got any fleas not a sausage He's got a little sausage, but it's hidden. <laughs> yeah, that is wrong, isn't it? I should stop saying stuff like that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He's been a good boy most of the time. Although he did annoy me earlier, because he... It's almost like he tries to trip me up. Like, on purpose, he tries to trip me up. And... It's annoying... But usually I can kind of deal with it and, you know, can turn it into a game. It's all it is for him. He's playing. He's not trying to hurt me. But earlier on, he got right under my feet and I trod on him. And I nearly fell over. I, just, I showered him. And he hit behind the kitchen 
um, the cooker hit actually hid behind it so I think I might have upset him a little bit so I got him out and I said sorry give him cuddles and kisses just the eye I mean I'm heavy compared to him I mean, everything's everything's heavy compared to him he's only little and I've trodden him loads of times but if I actually did fall on him or you know he don't stand much chance he's got a very bendy bendy body and spine and stuff but you know if anything happened to him that would well I don't know if to say the words we all we all love our little boys and girls don't we whether it's a whether it's human or whether it's a cat dog ferret rat parrot snake whatever we love we, you know we all love them don't we I just happen to have a little ferret if it was a cat or a dog or a donkey I'm sure I'd love love you just as much wouldn't I Andre yeah and to be fair If it was a cat or a dog, it'd be probably a lot more affectionate. Although you are being affectionate now, aren't you? He has these moments where he just, almost like he doesn't like me. You know, he just wants to get away from me. And I just, what's that about? And then other times when he just, he's just all over me. I think I fall in love with him every day. I do. There's just a little bit like, oh, it's times when I just, like right now, he's cuddled in my arms. I'm looking down at him. He's got his eyes half closed and he's just, he's just looking at me. He's yawning now. And I'm tickling underneath his chin because he's put his chin up for me to do it. That's what he wants me to do, isn't it? Daddy kisses. Mm. You are beautiful. You really are. You want to get down? Okay, go on, get down. I started doing some weights today, specifically for my lower back because the, the pain in my lower back and the restrictions I've been getting the restrictions the res, yeah the feelings the feeling restricted the pain when I walk and that stuff it's starting to get to me a little bit uh, I'm usually able to laugh stuff off like that but Yeah, it's. I suppose it's the underlying worry of like, well, where's this? Where's this going? I also had a bit of a toothache at the weekend, like for a few days. Just when I can't actually get to see a dentist, like, yay, brilliant! <laughs> it's weird. I'm just moaning now, and I stop moaning. You're supposed to be cheering us up, you monkey. Dance for us. 
that was me. <laughs> I don't care who knows, it was me. So, yeah, the financial thing annoyed me a little bit. I was, but there you go. That's that's that done. I'm not really going to go into details for that because when it's to do with human beings that I'm actually in contact with, I try and keep that stuff to a minimum. I don't really talk about that stuff on here because it's. I suppose personal isn't it for them so I don't sort of discuss it but things didn't go to plan but I mean on Monday no uh, the 1st of November I didn't have any money in my account to pay for any of my bills because another bit of money that was supposed to go in didn't go in on time so it's, <laughs> it's been a week of money not going in when it should have done so my electric bill, my, what is it, the council tax, television license, internet, telephone, iPad, uh, what else, I also had a bill for the water, and the catalogue as well, so all in all, yeah, it was a couple of hundred pounds worth of stuff to go out. And the money didn't come in. Eventually, so I, I ended up phoning up the companies and saying, look, please don't send me threatening letters out. You know, the, I, the money, I will be paying it. As soon as I get it through, it will pay. You know, first thing I'll do is pay off the debts, the bills, you know, monthly bills. Luckily... The TV license automatically just takes double the amount next month, which is good. So I ain't got to worry about that. I, I did research it though. I had to go online to find that out. To check up my account. The internet, telephone and uh, iPad. They said they'd give me 10 days automatically from when the bill was due in order to pay it again. But they said it needs to be in three days before. So the 10th being, what is it today? The 8th. Yeah, the 8th being, yeah. So it's the 8th today. The 10th being Tuesday has to be in three days before, which would be, well, it's the weekend, so it'd have to be the Friday. So I promised them that it would be in. And I did manage to do that, which is good. So the money did come in by Friday for that one. And then I also paid the catalogue as well on the Friday when the money came in. Well, it might be the Thursday, I'm not sure. I think it was probably Thursday it came in. So I paid all that stuff off. And then the war bill came in. It's like, oh, great. Wonderful. And I was trying to deal with this, this lady on the phone with the electric company because they tried to take £55 out of my account on the 1st of November. I have a credit of £82. A credit of £82. 
So my question is, why are you trying to take £55 out of my account when I have a credit of £82 in already? And the lady on the phone was confused and I said, well, I need to cancel the tariff, put it back to how it was because I'd started a new tariff, you know, hoping to save a bit of money monthly and go back to paying monthly and cancel the direct debit. Now, I could almost hear bubbles inside her head as I was trying to explain it. It seemed to really confuse her. And I was trying to explain it nicely. I was being really nice. And she said, we can't do that. I said, we, we can do that. And she said, we've got to pay £55. I said, no, there's £82 in credit. Can you check? You can see in front of you. Please help me out here. And she said, oh, yeah. And then she's talking to me, taking all the information. And said, oh, what I'll do is I'll, I'll speak to my colleague. And she will change, do everything that you want her to do. So I'm waiting on the phone for about 10 minutes. And she eventually, a new voice is on the phone. I said, hi. She said, hi. I said, uh, I said and she said, how can I help you? I said, what do you mean, how, has your colleague not told you why I'm calling? She said, no, it didn't say anything, just said what your name was. So I had to go through all the game. Now, this is one of my little pet peeves, because I've worked in a call centre, well, a few call centres, and one of the things that I really made, did my best was to make sure that the customer that came through to me who when I transferred them that I explained the situation to the person that I was going to be dealing you know so they knew so that the customer didn't have to go through it all over again uh, but I went through it and she was she wasn't impressed with me she didn't want to she said, no, um, you can't have it monthly. It's, it's for every three months the bill will be. I said, no, it's going to be every month from now on, like it was before. just needs to be reverted back. Can't do that. I said, yes, you can. Yes, you can. I've done it before. They put me on three monthly before without asking, and I phoned them up, and they put it back onto the monthly. You need to pay £55. No, I've got £82 in credit on the account. Oh, yeah, so you have. I want accounts cancel. I want to cancel the direct debit and I want to cancel the, um, you know, the, the new tariff because I'm not happy with the service. I'm not sure if I can do that. I'm going to have to get my manager to to oversee that. I said, that's okay. If you get your manager, I'm, I'm happy to wait. So I was trying to just be nice, but she was making it difficult because she was like putting a hurdle in front of me continuously. Like, and then she said, oh, by the way, you need to get yourself a meter, a smart meter. I said, no, I don't. She said, yeah, it's part of the the tariff I said 
know, but I'm I'm cancelling tariff. He said, oh, oh yeah. Because I didn't realise that having this new tariff meant they expected me to do all these things, like give them regular um, meter readings and to have this stupid thingy, you know, smart meter. I don't want to see every penny that I'm using. Really, it's like a little guilt trip, isn't it? Like a little guilt trip machine. It's like, oh, you just used another pound watching television. You could have used that on food. You could have given that money to charity. But you used it spending the war, you know, watching The Walking Dead. Yeah. I don't, I don't, don't need that. I don't need to be reminded constantly of how much money I owe. I just... And they say, well, you can always just put it in your cupboard. You don't have to actually look at it. Well, what's the point of it then? You know, I'm... Uh, and she said, uh, back at you. I didn't realise she was listening. So, in the end, she said she'd cancelled the direct debit. I didn't believe her. She said she'd changed the tariff back to normal. I didn't believe her. And she said that I wouldn't, they wouldn't try and take the £55 out of my account again. And I didn't believe her. Simply because I've been told this stuff before and it wasn't true. They don't seem to know what they're doing. Which is a shame because I'm, you know, I'm pretty sure they're doing their best. But the amount of times that I've been on the phone for an hour talking to someone... And they're promising, yeah, I'm going to cancel a direct debit. And, and then they just carry on as normal. It's like completely, it's almost like they didn't hear anything I said. Maybe it's my fault for being so boring. Possibly that's it. But, you know, I try and be friendly to everyone in the call centres because having done the job myself, I know how difficult it can be. But at the same time, I need... I need them to do their jobs properly. You know, if you've waited on the phone for two hours or an hour and a half to get through, you need it done properly. You know, it's, come on, just, it can't be that complicated. Maybe it is, you know, I've not done, I've not worked in the uh, energy industry, in a, you know, that kind of environment, so maybe it's very complicated, I don't know. But anyway, I went onto the app on my phone and I cancelled the direct debit on my end as well. So they cannot take any money out of my account. So, it's... Uh, that's good though, because I didn't have to pay any money. Because I was £82 in credit. Did I mention that? And what I did is I thought, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to give them the correct because she was really being a bit like well, you've got to give us your you've got to give us your um, Andre how about shutting up what's he doing I've got to give yeah he kept on about oh you've got to give your meter readings 
It'll give you meter, meter readings. So, well, isn't that your job to come and collect the meter readings? You want me to do your job for you? Not her. I don't mean her specifically, but the company. Like in the old days, meter, it was a job, being a meter reader. You'd come round and you'd check the meters. It's their job to do that. Now they expect the customer to do all the work. I'm surprised they don't expect us to pump the electric... I don't know. <laughs> I would say pump the electricity through our bodies into the... carry bowls of electricity. To, Andre, will you shut up, you stupid bloody bunny? And... My gas meter's outside. So I have to go out and get cold and wet, possibly, to read it. But I thought, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to do it. So I went onto the app. I filled in. It's very easy, actually. I was surprised at how easy it was to do it. Um, filled in the electric reading and the gas reading. And the bill was way less than I thought it would be. So, considering, what is it, November now? So, October, my bill was only, it came to about £44. It was how much I owed, you know, when they, because the last time it was read was about six months ago. So they basically overcharged me. So it's like, wow. And she was going on about, oh yeah, if you don't do that, you'll, the meter reader will come around every six months and then you'll end up paying a lot more because you'll owe your lowest loads. Well, actually, I didn't owe you loads. It was the other way around. Well, you didn't. I didn't owe you. You didn't owe me loads, but... The bill, instead of being probably 80 or 90 pound, was only 44 pound. Because October, the heating's on all month. And, yeah, isn't it? Heating's on all month in October. So, there shouldn't really be a huge difference between October, November and December, because the heating's on. Shouldn't be a huge difference, although it does tend to get, for some reason, the the bill seems to be higher in November and December. No, this well, it was November, wasn't it? <gasps> January, perhaps. So that was okay. Got that sorted. Spoke to the catalogue, and I was saying. Well, we can help you out if you're having problems paying and we can do a payment plan. I said, no, I don't need that. I just just want to let you know that I am going to pay it. I'm just a little bit behind, a few days behind, that's all. Never been late before. And I said, yeah, but we've got a payment plan. It's not. They were like really trying to help. And I was like, oh, I appreciate that. But I don't need any help. It's... It's not really an issue, it's just a one-off situation, I hope. Because of the money that was supposed to be in there, it didn't come in. And then, the money I was expecting on Friday, 
not one penny came in from that. And that's between two different people. Didn't pay me a penny. Didn't even approach to pay me a penny. Didn't knock on my door, didn't phone me. It's now Sunday. Nothing. Tried to contact them. Can't talk right now. Bit busy. I'll get back to you. Oh, okay. So yeah, it's a weird one. But I've decided that that's it. I'm not lending anybody a penny anymore. I've almost hit by like being an open bank for the last five years. It's like, yeah, I need a tenner, I'll lend you a tenner and I'll get it back, you know. But now, nah. I find it, I find it kind of ironic though that some people, you know, owe them money. They don't go out of their way to pay it back. You have to kind of go to them and ask for it. Yeah, if they owe me money, knocking on my door early in the morning, have you got the money yet? Yeah, I come to get my money. You get paid today, don't you? What money? Okay. Different standards for different people, it seems. So, yeah, I'm not going to bother. I'm not going to worry about it, but I make those changes. Not a penny shall be lent. Plus, I can't afford to anyway. I don't mind if, if I know I'm going to get it back. If I've got a spare £10 or £20. If I know I'm getting it back on Friday. And... I'm fairly organised, uh, so it doesn't that doesn't bother me so much. But nah, this is it's gone over the it's pushed me over my threshold. I think my fresh my threshold of um I don't know what the right word is. Tolerance, maybe. <clears throat> so, yeah, so I've spent the last few days in bed, all day, all night, pretty much in bed. Just getting up, going to the toilet, have something to eat, and then back to bed. That's kind of what I've been doing all day, all night. I've hardly watched a whole program. I mean, it took me about three days to watch a movie. Which was um, Vampires in Brooklyn. No, Vampires in the Bronx, I think it is, on Netflix. Which, if you haven't seen it, it's a good little movie. It's nice. It's a nice sort of... It's just a nice film. It's not a horror. It's probably it'd probably be horrible for it might be scary for like little kids, but not for adults. It's not supposed to be, it's like more comedy, you know. But yeah, changes. It just makes me think about that message I got. 
and I think it's making changes is a constant thing. It's not like a one-off. I've made changes because you know I go back to times in my past when I made changes. Ninety-seven. I had a very very poor beginning of the year in ninety-seven. You know, pretty much from the beginning, it, it started off a bit rubbish and it went downhill. Um, and a lot of it was due to my own actions. You know, my own uh, decision making, as well as outside forces, outside stuff. Uh, and then it all kind of culminated. Well, yeah, there was two culminations. There was one. So my girlfriend, she, that kind of ended. Then lost my job. And I just was going through, you know, just very low time. And one night I lost it a little bit. So that was one culmination. I lost it a lot. <laughs> Uh, luckily it was just me on my own and that was fine but I really 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 just lost lost the plot and then I think it was August July maybe August 97 something else happened and it just it was it was way bigger than all the other stuff and I just you know I had to deal with it and you know basically something happened and I was in all I was in the papers well I was I was named in the papers connected with something else that had happened and yeah, it wasn't wasn't a nice feeling, plus the family issues, and so it was a big, big old deal for me anyway, and the family. So I would spend all day writing in pads, writing down how I was feeling. I did that for about two weeks. Sat in the garden, sat indoors, you know. Uh, just, I think I probably went and sat in the park, whatever, just got out, and I'd write, I'd write how I was feeling, in the moment, and I filled a 200 page book, in that time, 200 page pad, I think possibly both sides of the paper as well, and, sometimes I'd just be staring in air, staring in air in air just looking up not kind of knowing what else to write because I'd already written down everything like what have I got to write down now my left foot is tapping you know so it got a bit boring at times but I almost drained drained myself of everything onto the papers onto the pages and then I did decide that something had to change 
one of the things that um, oh my knee just cracked then one of the things was I was taking there was a little dog that lived in the house where I lived and she was a puppy and I was taking her for a walk and took her out every day and it really helped me you know just to get out and to have a reason to get out and I remember I was in the park this is in Stratford in East London I was in a park and I think I was near the entrance or maybe inside the park and this this woman probably about the same age as me probably or you know 20s middle 20s started talking to me I said oh, hey. she, you know and she started telling me that I was really negative and started having a go at me not like horribly but really kind of um, it didn't feel very nice but she wasn't being rude but she was well, I suppose she was but but she's basically saying you're just so negative you're not going to get anywhere in life if you're negative and I think she was sort of trying to point out look it's a sunny day um, you're incredibly handsome <laughs> no she didn't say that it was raining and she's just like oh and I left feeling awful I really felt a bit crappy annoyed but at the same time well yeah I'm being a bit miserable and I'm being a bit negative and it annoyed me because she was an attractive woman and it seemed like she wanted to talk to me but after talking to me she didn't like me and I'm not saying that's the first time that's happened <laughs> that someone's thought oh he looks okay and then starts talking to me and realises that I'm not but it's I mean in reality I'm playing with my feet today I don't know why my feet are fidgety in a way I've kind of had to re rely more on personality than looks in my life with ladies I don't you know I can't just can't just stand there and smile and say hi and that's it I've never really well occasionally but generally you know I need to put a bit of effort in I say this is a long time since I've put any effort in ever um, regarding you know women it's a long time I don't yeah Blimey. Last time I put any effort in to try and woo a lady, woo, was. Um, I'm 
Even then I didn't. I was dating someone but I didn't put any effort in. But by that I mean I was just myself. I didn't have to put effort in. Plus she was um, from Transylvania so a lot of my verbal charms were completely pointless on her because she didn't understand what I was talking about or she didn't understand the references so she might understand the words but not really know you know who's Mork and Mindy what's the Dukes of Hazard? what do you mean Adam and the Ants what's that yeah I, I, should, I forgot to mention most of my chat up lines involve 80s 80s characters from television so <laughs> it's weird isn't it what a weird thing to say I can't remember last time I tried to chat someone up no oh yeah I did try and chat someone up they didn't like me though this was about Wow. Wow. It's got to be over 10 years ago. It was at a wedding. Wow. Blimey. This is when I was a counsellor. This was when I was a counsellor, I think. And I haven't been a counsellor for six seven years so yeah it might be seven years ago probably about ten eight nine years ago ten years ago and for some reason on the table where I was sat my friend put basically her friends on that table but we didn't all know each other so I knew a few I knew a couple of people there and there was this one lady, and she she can't she started asking me questions. So she was sitting opposite me, not not close enough because it's quite a big table, not close enough to me to really talk to her personally. But she was more like shouting over the table, and she'd ask me questions. So I thought that she was interested in getting to talk to me, you know. And so she was asking about hypnosis and counselling, and but she was very matter of fact, kind of didn't seem to be any humour there at all. Which I've got this thing right, okay. It's not so prevalent as it used to be, but I used to like the challenge of making a woman laugh who maybe didn't laugh at anything I said or it would seem like she just didn't like to laugh or didn't didn't you know it was very I suppose in some t- some cases very professional you know keeping everything under under lock and key like a hue like a kind of a a humour chastity belt, you know, where all the 
humans are kind of locked in and because I know everybody's got a sense of humour everyone can laugh everyone finds certain things funny you know you know there's obviously there's, even people that are seriously depressed can still find themselves laughing at stuff sometimes and I know some people say I've never laughed I've never laughed and I can make you laugh you know we're not in one state the whole time ever it seems like it sometimes, but we're not. You know, I've I've been through I've been through depressions probably so too many times to count now. Some not as you know deep as others, but I always manage to laugh at some point, even if you know it's it's rare. But you know, when I was I remember. I'd be going to these, I was, I was working, so I was going to these different places to work, and I was hardly able to move my feet, I just really just, everything was like the whole world seemed to be on my shoulders, but come the weekend, I was able to really, uh, I was able to watch, I can't remember what TV show it was I was watching, but I laughed me head off. They're weird. But anyway, this lady, she had dark hair and stuff. She, she really, honestly, seemed to not like me or not want to laugh. So I was trying to make her laugh, but it didn't work. But the thing I used to like is, even with like uh, supervisors and bosses and people that were really you know as I said professional and that I like to catch I used to like to catch them off guard and make them laugh but I liked it when they would laugh and they'd keep laughing and they wouldn't be able to stop laughing because I just tickled their funny bone catch them off guard and I did this with a lady at work. She was she was she was nice. She was a supervisor, but she was really uh, quite strict. And she'd say things like, "Well, um, if we if you don't sort this issue out, then we're going to have to have a a different conversation." In other words, you know, like you're going to get sacked or something. But I remember I was doing some training with her, and. I said something and it was a department the FT FTD department which was to do with the financial um, technician department or something to do with and they do uh, credit checks on the customers before allowing the loan to go ahead so if people wanted to pay monthly And all I did is I called it the STD department. Or something like that. I said, I keep getting my, I keep calling it STD. And it was something like that. It's, it's not funny saying it now, but she started laughing and she couldn't stop. Like, really? That's not long before I left, actually. She she really, you know what I'm saying? I didn't, she couldn't stop laughing. 
I like that. I had a girlfriend once. I did. It was 95. And she's... She was another one. She was... I like, I really liked her a lot. Actually. Um, probably the only... One of the only ones that I would have actually settled down with. But wasn't to be. And... It's a shame because we were compatible. Also, we had a laugh, and she was. Uh, I. I don't think her daughter liked me that much, to be fair. But she kind of was getting used to her. She was only about four or three or four, or whatever. But a little boy absolutely adored me, and he was a baby. So she'd. Um, she was split up with her husband and stuff. But a little baby, the boy, absolutely... I don't know why, we just had a connection. And I'd sing to him. I'd sing, sing to him Michael Jackson songs. He'd fall asleep. So whenever he... Um, whenever she wanted him to go to sleep, I'd go and sing to him. And it's... I think a sign that we connected is I didn't see him for five weeks when I was at Butlins or maybe four weeks uh, and then he was in hospital he had to go to hospital so I got a phone call and I came to London straight away and I went into the ward and the first thing he did was put his arms out for me to pick him up so four weeks is a long time in a baby's life to be gone for a whole month for a baby. And he was only, what, six months old? Maybe seven months. You know, he was a baby. He was still a baby, a toddler. And so there was definitely a connection there. And closest thing I've had to having a son I guess really so I know that's weird it was a weird feeling I really I kind of it's not unusual to have a connection with a small child because they are they're lovely aren't they they're kind of they're so dependent upon you and you they look up to you and they need you to, they need you for everything don't they really but yeah. it's weird though because that's 95 25 years ago that baby's now like 26 years old wow <laughs> blimey Oh yeah, and I remember I said to her, we was in bed and there was this, it was a weird sound. And she said, what was that? I said, I don't know, it was just a fanny fart. And she started laughing. And she couldn't stop laughing. I don't think she'd ever heard the term before. And she could not stop laughing. She kept, every now and she stopped laughing and she'd say it again, Fanny farm and just that and that was the 
the first time I really heard her laugh, like really, you know, uncontrollable. And I like that because you can't control that stuff, that just happens naturally. You know, some people are really good at like pretending to smile and laugh when you say something like, yeah, yeah. But you catch them like that and they're, you know. I think that's why sometimes stand-up comedy is so good with an audience because people, I guess, sometimes they're drinking. You know, I don't drink alcohol, but some people, you know, if in a nightclub, they'll be drinking. But they're out, they're maybe they're with their friends the barriers are down. The social barriers are down. They're more sensitive to be able to be tickled. You know? To have their funny bone tickled. To the point where they can't stop laughing. And... I mean, you know, everyone... The, 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 the comedy club is probably be laughing. But to, to catch them out. To really get them where they like can't stop. It's brilliant brilliant to hear it because you you hear it above everything else because they're still laughing and then the audience laughs again and sometimes it spreads so that everyone is just in hysterics including the comedian and I've seen that, I've actually went out for some breath once, it was so much and there was people it was honestly there was someone in a helicopter above us laughing it just, it's just contagious I made that up why do I have to say stuff what always involves helicopters I must have some kind of weird helicopter fetish I don't know well so yeah I'm I also did another recording for the Relaxation for Stress and Anxiety podcast, as well as this one as well. So, but I did that one. I did that one on Thursday night, actually. But I'm only releasing it today. And irony, I don't know if this is irony or not, but the recording was about allowing your brain, having trust in your brain. To allow you to relax and sleep in you know, during noise, during a noisy environment. And it was all going so well. I was quite pleased with how the words were flowing and all that stuff. And then this is four thirty in the morning. Why the neighbours started shouting and arguing? Like, really? I'm doing a recording. <laughs> And I had to stop the recording because I was also doing it on video. Yep, I was doing a video. Had to stop the video. With the audio, it's a lot easier. I could just edit it out. With video, you can see the person. You can't just this just spoil it. So I probably just delete that one. But I I, I edited it. It took me. So I did that Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So it took me three days to actually get the energy up to uh, to edit it. And it didn't take long at all. But it was just, oh man. 
What are you doing shouting at 4 30? Why are you doing shouting at any time of the day or night? What's that shouting about? I know I kind of had a little shout at Andre, but it was a brief thing. I'm not kind of having a tantrum. Oh, man. Anyway. It's probably time for me to get on now. So it's Sunday today. It's the fourth day of lockdown of a month, so I'm not getting my delivery today at 6.30 in the morning, which means I don't have, well, I'm just going to have to get by with what I do have, so I've got enough stuff to last me till Monday anyway, so I don't need to go out today. And then see if I can try and book an appointment. In fact, let me have a look now whilst I'm here. Let me see if there are any. That was weird. Oh no. Let me see if there's any. slot for delivery so Wednesday is the first one that I can book for unavailable <gasps> there is one available yes done it reserve slot Wednesday to trolley okay it's fine so I've got 55 items and it comes 127 pound I'm not going to have all that stuff but at least the trolley's full and I can change it um, the day before so all I need to do now is go to check out check out order <clears throat> thanks for booking a green delivery slot I don't care about that I think that just means they've got already got people in the area place order they've got no Warburton tea cakes damn you I'll place the order now
order placed. You can amend your order until 11pm on Tuesday the 10th of November. See? That's good, isn't it? Done. Wednesday the 11th. You were there when it happened. How exciting. See, sometimes the best times to get a delivery slot is in the middle of the night. <sighs> this is not 6.30 in the morning. But now, it's all delivered without bags. So every item I've got to bend down and pick it up. Put it into a carry bag, so I've got carry bags inside here. And at the end of it, my back is just... Uh, have to end up laying down for about an hour so hopefully with my weights my weight training I should be able to start strengthening my back a bit more that's my plan yeah so that was a that was a pointless 70 minutes wasn't it <laughs> very pointless indeed so thank you very much for listening Thank you for everything. And please remember to be kind to yourself. Because you deserve to be happy. Happy, happy, happy. Happy. So take care. And I shall speak to you soon. Lots of love.